So recently, ladies and gentlemen, they have released the body cam footage of the two killers that killed Ahmaud Arbery. Now, if anybody remember that, Ahmaud Arbery, this was definitely um, close in the time period when he was reporting about Breonna Taylor. He was jogging in a uh, neighborhood. He was chased down uh, by these white supremacists, and he was, you know, fighting for his life, and he ended up being killed. Uh, by these white supremacists out there in Georgia. Well, the reason why I'm pointing this out today is that I want you to listen, ladies and gentlemen, how the race soldiers show up when they approach him. Now they know that they killed a man. They know that he shot somebody. Know he had a gun, all of that. Now we know, you know, what would the police say when, when somebody got a gun, that's why they got to show up. You know, that, that uh, uh, 10, 12, 15 cop cars deep, everybody got to have their weapons drawn. Isn't that, isn't that the way it is, ladies and gentlemen? So I want you to, to listen to, to this body cam. Now, this is going to be a, a female uh, race soldier. And this is going to be uh, the Travis McMichael, the, the son. So let's go ahead and roll that footage. Do you have any other weapons or anything on you? Okay. If he would have stopped, it's okay. That's fine. That's fine. Like I said, just take a breath. You're... You got your ID and all that? Yes, no, no, no. Don't, don't get blood all in yourself. It's, no, I, mean, I, I get that you're answer. Clear when I around. Do what you need to do, man. That's... I, I can only imagine. Don't get blood all over yourself. I can only imagine. Now, you hear that? I mean, she's coddling him after Ahmaud Arbery is dead in the streets. I'm just making sure I recap that. Let's continue. Yeah, anybody wants to call for you? I live right there. I was, we've had break-ins okay. and my gun stolen. Okay. And uh, we called him the other day and now was outside. So I'm running, running by and the neighbor's pointing and everything. So saw who running by? Him. Okay. So we run out there and stop him and talk to him. Mm -hmm. He took off on Stop, he come out of the truck running at us. I told him stop, stop, stop till he hit me. I had nothing to do. I could there's nothing else I can do. I got you. Like I said, we're gonna take some photos of you and then we'll let you get cleaned up. I know I can only imagine, like I said. Um She keeps saying I can only imagine. And he's not in handcuffs, ladies and gentlemen. Not one time did they put him in handcuffs. He just killed a man. No handcuffs, no detainment, no anything. And she's still coddling him like he accidentally ran over a family pet or something. This is how they responded to this white supremacist killer. You're also going to be around your headquarters. You're going to talk to some investigators. Everything's got to be done right. I know. Okay. I want it done right. I got you. So. This doesn't look good. I mean, just shot me. He just admitted, as you heard, I shot a man, and she still won't put him in handcuffs. This, that is this. Oh my God! I'm telling y'all. I mean. This country is just extremely wicked. Okay. This is why it's just hard for me to be captain black America. That's why it's hard because when y'all come to me with captain black America, I don't like the fact that 
if it was the other way around, it would have been about 30 cop cars and the black man was like, yeah, you know, I shot him because he, you know, he was trying to stop him. I tried to, you know, just wanted to talk to him. You And they, they would have killed that brother on the spot. But just because he's Mzungu, he gets to walk around and be coddled. Like, this is no way to live, man. Last thing, I'm, last thing I've ever done, I want to do in my life. I trust me, can truly really understand that. I'm playing with my kid. Next thing you know, this. Oh, near you. Smile. Yes, you. Do you have any bruises or any marks on you or anything? Do you need the squad to check you out? No, he. I just heard you said hit you. I yeah, didn't, he I don't... struck me a few times. Okay, well, let, let, him, let him look at you. Okay. Now, she's asking him, do you have any bruises or anything? Oh, my God. And Ahmaud Arbery is dead in the street, y'all. This is why Ahmaud Arbery is dead in the street. You're asking him if he has any bruises or anything. Like, like, like he is, is a victim of a crime or something. Jim, where, where were you struck? Face. Okay, okay. That's, that's fine. Just let me, like I said, we, just want, we don't want to miss anything, you know? Let's do that. Live. This is you, right here, this house? The house straight across from uh, the, or the gentleman right there. And, okay. And then that's my father. He was with me with this whole thing. What's your dad's name? Greg McMichael. He's right there. He's the I, I, didn't, I, I know. I, I didn't even. I was like, wait a minute. I didn't. I'll be honest. When you pointed at him, I didn't. I just saw him standing over there. Now he he was walking around. He he was acting like he was such a victim. How did he retire? About a year ago. June? So, not quite. Just trying to figure out where you were going. Man, you don't have water, do you? I can find you some. Do you have any water in your car? Yeah, better be stopped. Okay, so give me a second. I'll buy you some. Do you have any other weapons or anything? No, you're going to find him a water. So, y'all, while, while they talking, there's one scene. Of course, I just can't show that. Where Ahmaud Arbery is just right there dead in the street. And they all just, you know, on the ground. You know, the paramedics and things like that. But but he but he's the victim. He's being coddled. He, he's, you know, oh my God, poor him. I mean, I, I y'all, like I said, these, these people, like I said, they like said the evil of, of how these people are, man, just evil. Like I said, they, like I said, you got, you gotta be, uh, 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 grafted from Satan himself to, to be like that. And even that, that cop, like I said, they have so much hatred for us as black people, brothers and sisters, that. They don't mind if we killed in the street. They don't mind if we harmed, you know. But but see, you're not pursuing them, them Chinese that come into this country that spies that's trying to overthrow your government. You're not dealing with them Russians that hacked you. You're not dealing with that. But you won't sit up here and chase down a black man at just jogging on a public street. Not in your yard, but on a public street. This is this is the group of people that, like you said, you're living around, but at the same time. You know, white supremacy, I'm telling y'all, is, is, in a, is in a decline. They're not on the upscale. They're not ascending. They're, they are de uh, descending. They know this. This is why they're doing the things that they're doing, brothers and sisters, because they know their time is growing short. They're not going to rule the world 
forever. It's just not going to happen. No uh, group of people have ran the world forever. It's always changed hands. And, you know, history has a way of repeating itself anyway. You understand? You know, even even old Jim Crow Joe, as you heard in that previous podcast, is that he said by 2040, they're going to be the minority. But I would say it's going to be sooner than that. Because, you know, what Donald Trump and his administration decided to do was to just infect people. And we covered that. And the majority of people that was being, you know, knocked off was people within his group. It wasn't black folk. So you're doing yourselves in, in a lot of ways. It ain't black folks is doing you in. But this is, you know, why I, I've said many times before, black police officers need to patrol black people because they cannot, you know, in good faith, patrol black people's neighborhoods. They can't understand anything we deal with or go through. We should only have black cops patrolling us, just like in New York. They have a division where they have Jewish cops patrolling the Jewish area. Do you know, in, also in New York, they have a Asian hate crime task force that's only ran by Asian police officers. They have Muslims that actually have their own uh, police force as well within the NYPD. But black folks can't have their own. We can't have our own division. But we patrol our own neighborhoods and see to what's going on. You understand what I'm saying? Because I mean, the, the anti-black racism is just too much to have any kind of equality. It's too much to have uh, uh, any kind of respect. We, we, we just cannot operate like that. Um, whatsoever. So, so we just have to accept that. Now, of course, you know, Mazungus will say, well, you know, but that, that kind of sounds like uh, a segregation. No, it's not segregation. It's not segregation at all. It's just being self-sufficient in your community where you can do everything on your own and pulling yourself up by your bootstrap, right? See, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstrap. I noticed they don't want you to literally pull yourself up by your bootstrap. Have you noticed that? They only want to use that just as a way to talk down to you, but they don't want you to pull yourself up by your bootstrap. Pull yourself up by your bootstrap means that you're going to control and own everything. And they don't want you to control and own everything because see policing yourself is you controlling your community. You understand? Um, Creating your own grocery stores, doing everything on your own. Like I said, that cuts them out and, and they, they power lies in black folks, not controlling everything in our community and not owning everything in our community. They understand that. So this is why they don't want you to actually really so-called pull yourself up by your bootstrap. That's why when you are pulling yourself up by your bootstrap, they sabotage you. They are willing to kill you or anything else they got to do to stop you from truly pulling yourself up by your bootstrap. Then if you do get yourself pulled up by your bootstrap, uh, they have a bad, uh, uh, you know what they call white lash um, to any kind of black American progress. So never believe these people when they tell you to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. They don't mean that crap. They do not want you to do anything good for yourself whatsoever. They don't want you to own your own business. They don't do anything, but they want you to stay weak. They don't want you to be to protect yourself or anything. So they can continue a system where this, a guy like this can murder you in the street and then they show up and baby him. 
saying like, oh, let me see, you got any bruises? Oh, I know this is so hard for you after you just killed somebody. And Ahmaud Arbery fought for his life. Can't say he didn't, because we seen the video. The brother fought, you know, he he lost the, he lost that fight, you know, he was with that gun. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying. Um, but hey, you know, it, it's the brother the brother tried to defend himself in, 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 until the end. And what what could what could we say? You know about that situation he he was he was just kind of out you know, like i say outgunned he didn't have no gun on him at the time period but these guys as you can see definitely didn't need bail they they didn't care about anything you know if, if it was a problem why didn't you call the police you know what i'm saying he said oh i saw people breaking in did they break into your house though did they break into your house and why you think you got to go out there and start messing with people when they have a police department? See, what did black folks start doing that? Seeing Mazungus come into black community, all of a sudden black folks start getting in their cars and with guns and start running them down and say, hey, what you doing out here? You know, I, I, there was some break-ins we heard of. And, um, you know, you, you, why are you out here? You know, what you got going on? You know what I'm saying? And what if a black person do the exact same thing? They wouldn't baby them. But I just wanted y'all to hear, you know, you know that exchange and how how sick that exchange was, uh, brothers and sisters. Because see, this is not a game out here. It's not a joke with these people. This is why I tell you, we got to have mental health breaks as well. And I'm a firm believer in mental health breaks. Um, I didn't really realize how much of a mental health break that I need at times until maybe about, you know, definitely 2018, definitely 2019, the times I went to the continent. And for me, you know, for me to even do my platform, I'm, I'm just actually grateful this year that I actually just endured pretty good. And thank God for that. Um, because I need, a, I need my mental health break, <laughs> you know, because all this stuff like, like this, all this death and destruction and, um, the murdering of our people, and then on top of that, you're dealing with anti-blackness at the same time with, with black people. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying you listen, anti-blackness within our community is an effect of slavery and colonialism. So in other words, what I'm saying is anti-blackness is a global black problem. People in the Caribbean got anti-blackness. People in the continent of Africa, people in, in, in America, Latin America, all anti-blackness, right? We're dealing with so much of things against us as black people. Why are we dealing with people that will sit up here and murder us in the, in the doggone street and, and think nothing of it? And the race soldiers not even putting them in handcuffs. Like they didn't do anything. He didn't go in handcuffs not one time. She worrying about asking him who his daddy is. <laughs> this is the people that we living around, folks. This is the people. And this is why. I'm a firm believer if we need to do for ourselves, we need to buy land. We need to make connections, you know, in the Caribbean, make connections on the continent of Africa. Um, we need to just get all connected, unified. I'm saying, I'm saying, um, because you know, these, these people, like I said, I've learned that I'm not saying all, but the majority, you know, they, they, they don't, they don't like us like that, you know, and they have shown that, um, for definitely over 400 years, you know, how, how much more is some of you going to beg? How much more is some of you looking for their validation? I don't know why I'm never going to look for validation for people that, that's willing to kill me. 
Why I want validation from that group of people? Why do I want to be on their side? Why? That's that like you'll never be on a killer side in the black community. You're never looking for a killer uh, uh, side, validation in the black community. So if you don't want Pookie and Ray's validation that's out here doing things, then why is it you looking for theirs? Their body count is, is, is piled up to the heavens. And you, you still want their validation? This dude literally got Armand Arbery's blood on his on his arms, on his hands. And remember, after he shot and killed him, he, he called Armand Arbery the N-word. You understand? Black folks gotta get we gotta get our act together. We got we gotta get our act together. Cause these people out here will have no problem doing this to you, me, or anyone else in between. I'm gonna remind you again that female race soldier babying him, literally, after he ended up killing a Maud Arbery. I mean, this 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 footage for me was, was just sickening to the core. Sickening to the core. And some of you think this is a game. Some of you think that it can't happen to you or it happens to that person or this person. You know what I'm saying? These people are everywhere. You better take this seriously. Thank you for listening to the Philo Scott Audio Experience. I hope you learn something from our program make sure if it's your first time here go and check out all the episodes that we have start binge listening that way you can get acclimated to everything that we're talking about if you like our show and we would greatly appreciate you liking the show support us monthly you can do it as little as a dollar or more support of the show helps us to keep going helps us to change upgrade buy equipment you know eventually we're going to start bringing guests in and we want to make sure we put on a great show for you guys. So support is definitely something that we greatly appreciate. We definitely appreciate all our supporters that we have now. We love you. We cherish you. Thank you for everything that you're doing. See you next time.